Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist. This is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People, the podcast that I love doing. Um, I am actually here live tonight with a bunch of people. We are in my group coaching class and everybody say hi. Hi. Um, Each person that is in here has a different situation. They have different personality. They have different dynamic. Um, And I wanted to give each of each one of them a chance to kind of share a little bit about what what their situation is, what they have learned, if anything. I'll keep my fingers crossed they learned something from me. Um, or, or stuff that they realized when they were going through the group coaching program. I have now known all of them for at least a year. The coaching program is not a year. Um, but I have known everybody for longer than the program. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and just throw some questions at them and they are getting caught off guard with these questions. So no judging. (laughs) So um, the first question that I'm going to ask is how do you feel like you've changed as a person over the past few months? And um, I'll just kind of go around the room. I'm going to probably chime in. If anybody else has anything to add, go ahead and do that. So um, Nick, we have, um, Nick here, I've known Nick for almost a year. How do you feel like you've changed as a person over the past few months? I've totally changed. It's a big turnaround because I learned a lot from Dr. Heidi and I feel like before I didn't know anything about a toxic relationship or any of the signs, red flags or anything, but now I'm more aware of everything that's going on. And understand what and your I, situation was, yeah. not even realizing. Um, actually, I'm going to throw a little piece in here, um, about Nick. I would, the first time, the first visit we had, he actually, um, showed up to talk about a relationship that maybe I could help him with that he wanted to save. He didn't even realize it was a bad situation. And, uh, of course, like I make everybody, I made him take the TPA and I kind of had to do a little bit of fancy talking Um, Because I didn't want to offend him because he was really um, invested in this relationship. And as we started going through the character traits, I could see his jaw just dropping more and more as he started learning the red flags and putting the red flags into not only the relationship that he'd come here to talk about, but relationships in his past with friends and and other people. So that was kind of cool. Um, What I've noticed that um, changed the most in Nick since I met him was... He is confident to stay true to himself. You know, us as the people that are targets for toxic people, because we're nice, good, caring, loving people, we tend to attract people who want to take advantage of us. And Nick is definitely a helper. He's a giver. He is one who wants to make people happy. And um, we tend to bend over for the toxic people, which makes us get taken advantage of it sometimes will make people very hard and harsh. And 
I have noticed that Nick has just adopted the confidence to absolutely stay true to himself and remain the giving person that he is regardless of what has happened to him. So that's what I have seen change. Okay, Miss Kayla, same question. How have you as a person feel like you've changed over the past few months? So I've definitely become more aware whenever I meet new people or see certain character traits or things that people do more than once and it helps kind of put things in perspective if they have toxic qualities or not. Um, I've learned to set better boundaries on forgiving people, you know, and when somebody shows you who they are, try to believe them the first time, especially if it's a pretty, pretty big red flag. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of start to stand up for yourself better because once you've invested so much time in a negative situation, you know, it teaches you that time, time really is everything. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's um, definitely learned a lot and it's helped me to become a better mom as well mm -hmm. to help um, teach my son, you know, that there are good people out there, but you also have to kind of be... Let them know that there's not such good people out there also, right. you know, but. in a nice way. Um, I'm going to have to follow up with Kayla or what Kayla said on this one. Um, you I've known for more than a year because you've, you've been at both conferences, correct? Yeah. Um, so the, the biggest thing that I noticed in the ch as a change in her is exactly what she said, the boundaries. Um, she, Kayla is way younger than you think she is, and um, she has a son. And the fight that I saw this mom put up over the last year was incredible. She just finally decided, you know what, this is over, I'm done doing this, and this is what's important, and I don't care how long I have to stand in the storm. And the boundaries for her is exactly what I thought that has changed the most about her. And she set boundaries with other people in her life as well. Okay, Tammy, same thing. What have you seen um, in yourself that has changed over the past few months? Well, just actually realizing that um, what I was raised to believe as normal or healthy was not, it's really toxic. So not only was I raised in that situation, I continued to um, grow other relationships that weren't healthy too. So at the breaking point that I had uh, when I met you, I felt like I was going crazy. And I felt like oh, I'm I'm absolutely crazy because of all the 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 deflecting and um, gaslighting I was going through. I was like I have to be crazy for you know for all these people that I'm having such issues with. We're turning it around on me, and like I was the one that was crazy, or I was the one that was the problem. The problem. And I'm thinking I do okay, remember I'm the common denominator here, so it has to be me. So even going mm -hmm. through counseling with counselors and my pastor I, I still wasn't getting anywhere learning anything until I came here and I was like this is not healthy this I see this deflecting and I see this is gaslighting that's what he was doing or that's what she was doing and I will tell you that when when uh, I first met Tammy she was doing her job doing research I mean you had studied and done a lot yeah um, the thing that I think I see the most difference in with Tammy, and this has been in a very short amount of time, maybe three and a half months with you. Um, she has been able to not only set boundaries, but she's been able to remove 
the emotion from having to deal with the toxic people in her life. Um, she has taken the initiative to decrease the contact with several friends and with family members that right now, um, at this time, are not healthy for you. Who knows what the future will bring. As you get stronger, you know, they may be able to enter back in. But everything with you in the beginning was very emotional. Yes. You know, you tied emotion to everything and tried to fix it and it must be my fault. And and now, as I sit here, I can totally just see you going, well, yeah, but I understand that. And so this might be happening, but this is why it's happening. And I don't see that angst in your face of, how am I going to fix this anymore? Yeah, because actually I've been, I've come to realize that we're just human. I mean, we're weak and erring in nature in all sorts of ways. And sometimes in the simplest things, but also sometimes in the most creative and devious ways too. Mm -hmm. And although I might used to be more forgiving of someone that might have been innocently doing some of these things, I'm also realizing that some of these people, perception is key Mm -hmm. and in anything that I've realized also too. So what I feel like is, is unhealthy and toxic these other people that are toxic may not have realized mm-hmm. that yet themselves. And yep. I have to give them the benefit of that doubt, but I also don't have to stay in it because they don't realize it yet. Right. And, yeah, you don't have to let other people's actions and other people's problems right. affect your life. And if mm-hmm. I share what I've learned and they don't, aren't, if they aren't receptive to it and they don't feel like, that, yeah, that's what's going mm-hmm. on here, then it's not my job to keep on yep. them. Yep. Yep. You're exactly right. Um, so when I go through the group coaching, we go through, actually, when I go through anything, I go through the 21 characteristics of the toxic person. Um, I say 21 characteristics because that's what my program has in it. When I wrote my program, I wanted, um, living real examples. So I knew I was teaching from a place of experience. So that's the only reason there's 21. If you Google, Um, there is a lot of character traits of the toxic person. So we teach the red flags for two things. Um, We are targets. And when I say we, it is um, kind, caring, loving people who like to be, um, a lot of us are in the service industry. Um, We like to make people happy. We're, you know, not in a bad term, but we're people pleasers because that's just our personality. Um, Making people laugh makes us happy. Making people happy makes us happy. And that being said, somebody who's looking for control, power, attention, or admiration is going to target the people who are kind, good, caring, and loving. So when I get a client or we go into a group coaching or when I start talking on the podcast or I throw the Facebook lives up there, you will almost always hear me talk about the character traits. And because we're targets, it's not only to understand the situation that you're in now, but these are not the last toxic people that you're going to run into. And I know that some of my clients are like, do we have to keep going over these traits? And uh, my kids, when they go out on a date or something, I'll say, did you see any red flags? And they're like, oh, mom, be quiet. But the reason is, is because I know the personalities that fall into these type of relationships and other people are going to attract you as well. So being able to recognize the character traits is huge. And Nick has even mentioned, we were just talking a minute ago, that he sees these red traits, these red flags all over in people now, and it's very easy to spot them. So in your, um, in, you know, in your life in the last few months, what red flag have you noticed that's popped up in people or in the toxic person that you've been talking about? 
the gaslighting and the deflection mm-hmm. and probably the projection one too. Mm-hmm. Turning everything around on you. Yep. That's the last one. So what do you do now if you meet somebody and you notice that there's a red flag? Uh, use the how you saying. I'm oh. sorry you feel that way. <laughs> he does use the I'm sorry you feel that way quite a bit. Um, Kayla, do you have a red flag that just stuck out like when we were t- when I was going over them were you just like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what's going on? Yeah, the guilt trip is definitely at the very top of the list along with the projection mm-hmm. and the gaslighting and the cognitive cognitive distance dissonance yeah dissonance yes, that's definitely common. So the deflection and the and the projection I think are the most surprising to people because before you know what they are, it's very manipulative. It's them. It's a toxic person, basically um, turning the conversation around so it either distracts you from the original issue or puts the blame on you. Like for example, saying you're too sensitive or you're overreacting immediately makes you look like the problem, so that they don't have to be, you know, feel sorry or apologize or have to amend their bad behavior. And so when somebody learns about the projection and the deflection. It's usually quite an eye-opener because it, if somebody uses it, they use it quite a bit. So now do you pick up on it very easily? Yes, yes. And uh, I notice another one that you wouldn't really think is very common in people who don't have all the 21 traits, but the silent treatment mm. is mm-hmm. definitely... And the silent treatment is, a, is another excuse for them to not have to take responsibility. Okay. If they just are done talking about it, what do you, what do, you do? It's just... All of a sudden, you have a conversation with no closure, no apology, nothing is resolved, and you know they didn't have to really make amends for anything. Oh. Silent treatment is tough because what happens at the end of the silent treatment is we finally take the blame or say it's our fault because we'd rather have it our fault and accept responsibility than have to continue the, you right. know, the silence. Yeah, I have realized it was a a tactic of punishment. Mm-hmm. I always felt it was just that person's way of calming down and you know decompressing so that it can be addressed at a later time. But, but it was not. It was yeah. it was definitely punishment. Yes, and never addressed at a later time. And never. It's always swept under the carpet. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Can almost go hand in hand with withholding because they know that we we need we need love closure. And they mm-hmm. we want right. their attention and when they silent treatment and mm-hmm. it hurts the most so yeah so then we're like okay fine you're right I'll change I'll do better I'll make it I'll be perfect yeah and then that never really works out either so um, and we can kind of all talk about this have you felt like now that that you're aware of the red flags and you're aware of the, of the different changes that you've had to make um, have you picked up on conversations among friends or heard about people that are dealing with it and have been able to help other people? Yeah. Yes. Uh, even at work in situations that aren't on like a personal, personable level like a or an intimate level, mm-hmm. it's more business-like. Um, it, it helps you not just, it helps you bring solutions to the table other than complaints or problems and mm-hmm. say, oh, we have a problem with so-and-so or whatever. Rather you, than piling more fuel on the fire. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. you're able to say, well, you know, you're able to have skills and put them into play to resolve things and bring uh, 
resolution as mm-hmm. opposed to adding fuel to the mm-hmm. fire or making someone else feel like they're being attacked personally or what have you. Yep. So yeah, absolutely. Um, have you guys taken other people out of your life or changed relationships with other people after learning these? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> and was it was it as hard as the one toxic person that's so hard to remove from your life? Yes and no. I guess depending who. Like if you have to see them every day, mm-hmm. then it's then it's difficult. A little, a little more tricky. But if it's somebody that you just kind of casually hang out with or see here and there, it's easy to just put them in the back pocket and send the happy birthday text. Yep. Good. Yeah, I think it's absolutely more strenuous to cut ties with maybe family members or yep. family or members very are close hard. close to you. Old friends. Yes. Old friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or long-time friends, yes. Or if you maybe see that they have some traits but not all the traits, you can maybe, you know, like I said, kind of find a solution. Change like, the, hey, yeah, change you, the dynamic of the relationship. Right. Maybe not see them so much or avoid certain conversations and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of people that have toxic traits. Shoot, we all have toxic traits. Right, right. We can't sit here and say we don't have toxic traits because we all do. But um, there's ways around. There's, you know, you don't have to cut everyone out. You know, your friends and stuff, you can, you know, distance the time between visits, shorten the visit time, you know, be busy half the time, shoot them just the birthday text. So there's a lot of solutions to that. But the thing that I like about all of you is since we started the group coaching, you have all stepped up and not only changed the relationship with the person that you came to class about, but you've changed the relationship with other people that are invading your health, and you have all changed the relationship that you have with yourself. Because when I look around the room now, the confidence in here is completely opposite of the confidence and the self-worth that walked in here the first night, right? Right, and well, like I said a while ago, I. I would have changed the dynamics of certain relationships I didn't even know were on that plane, you know, mm-hmm. that I didn't even know were as unhealthy and, and detrimental to my health and and happiness until prior you started to learning. Here, until I started learning, yeah. So um, we had an activity the first night of class, and they were writing down what emotion that they saw the most, and. We had emotions like lonely, um, numb, anxious, and so can you guys tell me some of the emotions you're feeling more of now? Hopeful, Mm -hmm. positive, calm. Calm is a huge one, yeah. More aware. More aware. Yeah, wise, which probably isn't an emotion, but yeah, wiser. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I think gives us the positivity. Well, yeah, and, and I, of course, I love these are my four words, but education leads to understanding. I always have to say the first day you start a new job, you're a wreck, right? Yeah. Yeah, but as soon as you understand the job, you're totally empowered to do it. So as soon as people understand their situation, it's way easier than to, you know, whether we call it cope or deal or whatever. But as soon as you understand it, it empowers you to deal with it. Well, and I think that was one of my biggest fears when I started this was how am I going to cut all these people out of my life and go no contact? But it's not necessarily doing that. You don't have to go no contact. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to react differently. Or not react. Or not right. react. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that was 
a big eye opener for me because I was frantic thinking, how am I gonna, I'm going to be alone. How am I going to cut all these ties with these toxic relationships and have anything or mm-hmm. anybody? I'm going to be an island to myself, you know? And that was a big fear for me. And, and now I know it's not just a matter of going no contact. It's a matter of reacting differently or mm-hmm. no reaction at all. Yep. And once you, once you learn to make that little island feel more like home and get to know that island, then it's easier to, when you meet new people, it's easier to, okay, if you're not going to be good for me, I can easily, you know, stand up for myself and... And kick you off my island. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. I'm a survivor. I'm going to right? I'll have to use the island thing. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, so is there anything else? Now, the thing that I like about the group coaching is, of course, I saw them all walk in here on the first night, and then I get to see them now. And besides the fact that they know each other a lot better, and so they're a lot more comfortable than they are on the first night, um, we've now, I mean, now they're, I've never, I wouldn't even have to be here, and they'd be able to conduct the coaching, the group coaching <laughs> session. Um, so is there anything else anybody wants to say? If you had to say one thing to listeners... As far as either encouragement or what you've learned or anything, do you, does anybody have anything else you want to say? Just stay positive. Never give up. Yeah. That's true. And it's so easy to just want to give up. Yeah. Never give up. Stay true to yourself and, and your gut feeling. And we've said this before on this podcast, nothing leaves your life until you've learned what it came to teach you. So if it's still in your life, you're still learning something. So accept the fact that you're still having to learn something because whatever it is you're going to need later in life, you know, whether it's to help somebody else or to help yourself again, or, you know, in my opinion, to help your kids. What if one of your kids got into a situation like this and you didn't know anything about it? Uh, So that's good. Well, thank you guys all for helping me out with this. I appreciate it. We only have one more group coaching class left with this class, and I think we're going out to eat next week, aren't we? Yep. (laughs) we don't know where (laughs) all right so thanks for listening don't forget to share the podcast if um it has helped you and feel free to jump on any of the sites and write a review for me and also if you have questions on any of the information you heard tonight or if you have topics that you want me to cover in the podcast you know how to get a hold of me the coachingwithdrheidi.com is the website And Coaching with Dr. Heidi is both the Instagram and the Facebook page. So um, thanks for being here. I will talk to you soon.